Hey Lifehouse family, my name is Claire and I am so excited to start this 30-day journey into the Psalms with you. I am particularly excited because I love worship and I love to sing. But don't worry, I won't be singing for you. But the Psalms are songs. They are worship songs that were sung by the nation of Israel. Our God has a lot to say about worship in His Word. For instance, John 4:23 says, Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers that the Father seeks. The Lord is looking for those who will worship in spirit and in truth, those who will worship with both their hearts and their heads. For those that know and study his word, this book here, and know the truth of Jesus Christ, the one who has come to save you and redeem you through his death and resurrection on the cross. And worshipers who will worship with their whole heart, loving Jesus with all that is within them, with our minds and with our emotions. We are called to love him with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. My prayer for you as you embark on this adventure in the Psalms is that you will become that very worshiper, the one the Father is seeking. So our Psalm for today is Psalm 8, and this Psalm was written by David. I love David. He is a man that we can all connect with. He sinned. He even committed murder. He fell, he failed. He cried out to the Lord in pain and was also disobedient. But he was also a worshiper. He loved the Lord passionately with his whole heart. And he was known as a man after God's own heart. For all those men amongst us, I have no doubt that he was a man's man. He was tough. He was a fierce warrior who went into battle against thousands. But he was a man who instituted the very first 24-7 worship house, and this was known as the Tent of David. The Tent of David had almost 5,000 singers and musicians who would sing and worship constantly. And David danced before the Lord with all his might. So let's jump in and read Psalm 8 together. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them, human beings that you should care for them? Yet you made them only a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. The flocks and the herds and all the wild animals the birds in the sky, the fish in the sea, 
and everything that swims the ocean currents. O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. This psalm is a declaration. I just love how David declares the majesty of God in both the first and the last verse. The incredible majesty, glory, and power of the name of God fills the whole earth. This is the present tense. His majesty covers the earth right now, and his glory is higher than the heavens. If we stop, take a breath, and just for one small moment, think about the heavens, the stars, the planets, the sun, and then on and on and on into the solar systems, places that we cannot see with our naked eye, but we need a strong telescope for. His glory is way beyond, way higher than all of those. Doesn't just the first verse alone make you want to worship Him? And to think, He spoke all of that into existence. Everything will begin and end with His majesty. Verse 2 is so very encouraging to me. It says, You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. Now, little babies are the very least of these. They are so dependent on us for everything from food to clothing to life itself. And yet the Lord uses them to silence the enemy. He takes the smallest and weakest of all human life to shut the mouth of the devil. For we know that when we are weak, he is strong. He uses the weak to shame the strong. In other words, he can take me with all my sin, all my past experiences, and he can take you and use us to shut the mouth of the enemy, to thwart the plans of the devil. This is powerful. This is so very powerful that God would take little old me and use me in his kingdom. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would he take you and take me and use us in his kingdom? This is so that then he will get all the glory. So that when he uses you, you will point back to Jesus and say, only because of my great and mighty God. David then goes on to sing, When I look at the night sky and see the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you set in place, what are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should care for them. When we stop and take the time to consider that this earth and all that is within it, the stars, creation, man, this was all breathed into existence by the living God. He fashioned them with his fingers. That right there is the greatness of our God. It is completely unthinkable, unfathomable, especially for someone like me that he fashioned these things with his fingertips. I can't even draw a decent stick man. He created all this out of nothing. Why would a God like that care about us? 
Why would he think about you and I? Because of love. Because of his great love for us. His word tells us that our Father's thoughts about you are more numerous than the grains of sand on the beach. Your Father thinks about you constantly. He has counted every hair on your head. He knows what you are going to say even before you say it. He finishes your sentences. God's word tells you that he will supply your every need. That's how much he cares about you. Because of love, God came down. God became a mere mortal and died to give you a way back to God. Wow. Then God went beyond that and he crowned you with glory and honor. He put a ring on your finger and he put a robe of righteousness upon your back. Psalm 8 is an invite for us to lift up our heads, to look to the heavens and to declare the majesty and greatness of our God, to declare his loving kindness and his goodness. I pray that over the next 30 days, or I think maybe it is 29, that you will discover the majesty and greatness of your God, that you will know that he is worthy of your worship, worthy of your praise, and that you will discover or rediscover the love of your beautiful Savior, your Abba Father. Let's pray together. Lord, today we worship you. We honor you and we glorify you. Great is your name in all the earth. We thank you for the way you care about us, the way you love us, that even when you know us so completely, you still love us. You know every thought, every deed, and every mistake. And yet you still sent your son, Jesus, to die for us. We marvel at your goodness. Father, today I pray that every person reading your Psalms would discover you all over again, that you would return them to their first love, that you would remind them that you love them with an everlasting love. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen.